All right, guys, this message is actually going to be for the young women in your life. These are for your daughters. Maybe you have a younger cousin, a niece, something like that. This is going to be for these younger women and not just the younger women, but women who are just entering into adulthood that, you know, from about age 12 to about age 25, maybe up to age 30. There's a, I know it's a, it's a long range, but this is something that needs to be said to the women who are struggling to find a good guy. Now I know, I know 12 years old, 12 year olds don't need to, but they need to hear this information. They need to hear a line of thinking as to why they want to live, change the way they live as opposed to what society wants from them. And so that's what we're going to be talking about this week. I've got a message for the young women of the world on episode 217 of the relaxed male. This is the relaxed male a show that comes to you each week, helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to The Relaxed Mail. I'm your host, Brian, and I am a certified men's coach who assists, if I could talk today, men who are just neck deep in the suffering. But today I'm mixing it up just a little bit. Instead of the men who are neck deep in the suffering, I'm here to talk to the women, the young women, the women who are not even actually even dating yet, all the way up to those who are dating, to those who are in college. There's a whole range of women, and these women these days are struggling. They're just just fighting it out, trying to figure out why they can't find a good man, why they can't seem to find anybody who is worthy of standing beside them. And I want to help them un- come to understand that, give them a little different view to look at and to understand maybe hearing what us guys have been saying here, if you're the girl that you're, you're dating, if you're a younger man, maybe if the, uh, you know, dads, if you've got a young girl who is, uh, slowly budding into blossoming into, into womanhood, this is something that they might need to hear. It wouldn't hurt for them to hear. And this is to help these young women find a valuable man. Because there are valuable men out there. There are a lot of men out there. But sadly, a lot of these men are not playing the game anymore. They're not playing the, hey, let's go hook up. And and why do I keep finding all these, you know, crappy guys? And these women wonder why. And the reasons are you know, just staring them in the face. But they don't want to hear it because society has lied to them time and time and time again. Oh, you want to. Do you want to be just like the guys, which is you want to sleep with anything and everything that walks and men, honestly, we don't sleep with anything and everything that walks. So this is a special message for the girls 12 years old and up. Now, guys, we're going to talk a few things that might be considered a little sensitive, but at the same time, these are things that they might need to hear. They, it actually would help them to, to hear. So you, if you're, you get a bit uncomfortable, 
just know they're more likely uncomfortable about the topic being discussed also. So just, just with that being laid out, let's, let's jump into this. So first off, I want to let you women know you already have the power. You hear society, you hear your teachers, you hear, you're going to hear your teachers. If you're just getting into college, you're going to hear people on television stating that women don't have the, don't have any power. You're, you're going to hear Barry talking about how horrible the patriarchy is and all that. And that is all just crap. All right. Men and women were different. All right. We are not the same. We're both humans, but we look at problems differently. We approach issues completely differently. We express ourselves in completely different ways. This is the reason why men and women do not understand each other. Most of the times it's because I'm talking in a particular language and my wife is going to be talking in a completely different language. But one of the things that women, modern women, the feminist, and I'm going to be bashing feminist a bit. And I'm sorry if you are a feminist gals, but you, you, this is stuff that needs to be heard. You already have the power. Nobody is taking the power away from you. Nobody is robbing you. There is no such thing as a glass ceiling. There are powerful women in all walks of life, all through society, all through everywhere. But yet we still have a bunch of women stomping around going, we're being, we're being taken advantage of and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, you're being taken advantage of by your own dang side. As a matter of fact, you're, y'all done gone off and opened up the gates to let other men into your, into your camp. And then you stomp around and go, well, it's not fair. <laughs> well, then you don't, you don't want to, uh, then stop acting like everything should be fair. One, because nothing in life is fair. You have more ability. You've got more power than what most of us men have. You've had more power for eternity and you want to try to point out, it's like, well, there's everybody turns to men for this and that and these and those. Well, guess what? Yeah, you're right. They turn to men four times that men are needed. Leadership. Men are more objective in their decisions. Women have a tendency to want to try to get everybody else gathered together and everybody have a consensus on something. And that's not really in the heat of a battle that you don't have time for that. You don't have time to go, okay, well, should we attack from the left or should we attack from the Everyone from the left, raise your hand. Okay, okay. Now, everyone from the right, raise your hand. Okay, okay. Well, it looks like we're everybody kind of wants to go down the middle then. So no, we don't have time to, to show of hands. There are times that you have to just side. We're going to go to the left because there's fewer people on the left. And so we're going to attack from that side. Everybody go there. We make decisions a lot quicker, a lot more, a lot with what information we have. We don't have time many times to decide, Hey, we need to see what everybody else thinks. Now there are times that that's good. And there's times that when the woman steps in, she has a good line of sight as to what's going on. But to be told by society that you have no power, I call bull. Walk into any room when you are dressed 
to the nines and you are looking sharp and you are feeling confident, girls, walk into a room and see how many heads pop over to your direction. You will see a lot of people, all of a sudden, men and women, look at you. That's the power you have. You have a purpose in this world, too. They like to try to think that you, the feminists want to stomp around and say that you have your, your purpose is strictly to be laying on your back for men. No, you have a purpose. You are, your, your, your purpose is for you to fulfill whatever your calling is. And unbeknownst what a lot of people like to think, that includes the sanctity and the glory of being able to raise children. Raising those small babies from birth till about 11 or 12, you do so much for that. And when you take that as an honor, you start really providing a lot of value for the kids. Society wants to tell you that powerful powerful women will sleep with many men. And I hate to tell you this, but the more men you sleep with, girls, the less valuable society is going to see you. those men, those valuable men that you see. And yes, so many of society tries to dog the capitalistic system. All right. Well, nothing, not everything has to be bartered and traded. Actually. Yeah. Everything is bartered and traded. We have our values. We see a beautiful woman who is modestly dressed not not in a burka, you know, not not covered from head to toe, all skin is, is obscured. That's no, because then you don't have a clue to what that completely depersonalizes the person. But you don't need to be showing the world what God gave you either. And when the more the more men you have sex with, the less valuable you are. Oh, so we're all supposed to be, you know, and I can hear the the the. The, the feminist, oh, and you just saying them men, women have no value unless they, except for how many, who they sleep with. Well, to the person who they're trying to be married to, yes, that is very much the case. Keeping yourself, I don't know, pure. I don't want to use the word pure because that's not, because what is that? You know, what is, what is purity? But to, but to be able to withstand the, impulses and the demands that society wants from you because society they they want you to try they, they're trying to get as young of kids as possible to be as naked as possible so that they don't have to feel bad about the fact that they are that they're doing of what they're doing is wrong now does everybody know the vast majority of men are good noble men but the big problem that we run into is that it's not all it's not the the good noble men that we have to worry about the men who are working their tails off to try to make a living while at the same time trying to bring up a family those are guys who are doing their darndest and society is saying they're not they're not any good women y'all are being told that what's holding you back is this mythical thing called the patriarchy and have you actually stepped back and looked at what patriarchy actually means? The patriarch is the oldest leader, male leader of a family. All right. But you know what else is also part of a family? The matriarchy. 
you have the matriarch and often the how the family is ran by the matriarch they don't feminists don't like to talk about that because they want the scary patriarchy but yeah that is your grandparent or your great grandparent or in my case uh, we just ended up having my my great aunt she just passed away at 97 years old i believe is what it was so i was we had a matriarch we all have we're going to have men in our lives and women the feminists are struggling working so hard to try to get rid of the male influence and then they're wondering why their world is falling apart and that is the absolute reason as to why but what is actually holding you back isn't the men in your life what's holding you back isn't your boss what's holding you back is actually just your thoughts when you understand and you comprehend what your thoughts are and that you're avoiding doing stuff because you feel weird inside, I feel anxiety. Well, you're doing something new. When you could find that, find that power and you understand that, ah, okay, I'm doing something new. Let's step through this. You find and you conquer and you hold on to all of your power at that time. You know that you walk into a room and you have the power over the men. I, my granddad, John H., he was a big, tall dude, barrel chest and deep voice. And all us grandkids, we were scared to death of him. But you know who my granddad acted as if he was afraid of? My grandma, little Nellie. You didn't walk on her, her on her freshly mopped floors. He didn't just come in, oh, I'm going to do whatever. No, he, he, he was respectful. He was, he had a healthy respect for my, for my grandmother that the, the, the woman of the house rules the roost. Oh, well, you want to make more money. Well, you can make more money if you help your man to become more successful. Yeah. You can do that. You can be just as successful and have your own business on top of that while staying at home. But a lot of the problem that, and you've seen a couple of videos out there where like women are starting to understand why they don't want to wife them up as, as one TikToker actually said, having a strong woman doesn't necessarily mean that you have to ha- be able to bench press 400 pounds. You can be in shape, but men find you sexier, more attractive when you're dressing, not just, you know, you don't have to have the cleavage showing. You might even just wear something that's just a little bit where you just the hint of a bit of cleavage. That's a lot more alluring to see the, the profile, the silhouette of a, of a woman. That is a lot more sexier than seeing a woman standing there completely naked, servicing some other dude wearing revealing clothes makes you look easy to the men around you. And yeah. Guys are going to take advantage of a girl who's going to be easy or you want to call her slutty. All right. I think we probably need to bring that word back into the, uh, into the, uh, the lexicon of, of society. Not that it's going to happen, but you know, used to have girls were kind of afraid of being called a slut. Now they're being, they have, have no problem being it. They talk about it, them, their, their acts of, of, of desperation. And wonder why they can't find a guy when they stop with their OnlyFans page. Well, all of a sudden you've got a guy who's going, yeah, but it's, why should I, what's, what are you going to bring to the table? 
are you bringing love, nurturing, or because you've already had, you know, 500 guys, are you really going to want to have sex with me? And yeah, it does. It's a lot of the guys relationship is based in sex. It's not that we're horn dogs, though. There's times that when it comes to our wives, yeah, we are kind of a horn dog for our wife, but we want to have that is just for us. That is just for behind the doors. But when we're able to, when you go off and you're talking about, yeah, this is my wife and guys go and look and they go, Oh, Hey, she's got a, uh, she's got a, a Owens fans page. All of a sudden, you know, what, what's the benefit of being able to cherish our wives in that way? That's you've made your, you've cheapened yourself. You've cheapened who you are. You've cheapened the aspects of what makes you such a wonderful woman. Are you suddenly going to pull yourself out of society and you're just not going to do anything? No, you're, you've already decided you're going to be a, you know, a woman of the world. You're going to be a woman of, of, of all the different types of, of different types of men. So you've taken that and you've owned it. You have become a sex worker, otherwise known as a prostitute, because you're taking sex money for sex. A lot of men, a lot of women have these days have stopped realizing that. But we, as men, find you to be even sexier when you stop wearing the revealing clothes. Having a very nice, simple blouse and a pencil skirt shows your outline and shows your femininity a lot more than a bikini top and a thong uh, and a thong. No, it's not a, it's, it's alluring. You see a lot of skin guys are going to get boners for it, but at the same time, it's not a good thing to, to, it's not a good thing to have when you're, when you're looking for a guy, because you're going to, when you treat yourself cheaply, you're going to get cheap men in return down. Is it good? Is it, do we want our women to look sexy? Do we want our women to look alluring? Yes. After they're married, once we said I do, and we've had our, our wedding, then yeah, when we go out amongst uh, around town, then it's not that you're supposed to be showing everything off still, but you know, that little black dress has a different meaning. When this is Mrs. So-and-so, when you have, when you are, are married to another man, when you're married to a man, you have more power, even more power and even more respect. Now you're going to hear sometimes, and I, I love to talk about this too. Us men are easy. Essentially show us boobs, hand us a sandwich, and we're pretty happy characters. All right. We're going to be, we're going to be pretty content, but knowing that our relationships with our wives, are transactional. We do have transactions in our life. Everything we do, you're not getting paid to go to work just out of the goodness of your boss's heart. You're getting paid to go to work for what value you produce. You're in a relationship for what you bring to the table, whatever that is. Maybe you are good at, uh, at finances. And your husband is not. Okay. Then y'all have got some stuff that y'all can work with. Y'all, you're bringing stuff to the table. 
If you come in thinking that all men are scum, you're not bringing anything to the table and you're just showing the world that you're just kind of a, kind of a loser. You have to be able to bring something to the relationship. And a lot of what you bring is that purity. If you show up to the, to your wedding night as a virgin, one of the things that you're going, you're, you don't understand. And a lot of feminists go, well, you want to know whether your husband's a good, is good in bed or not. You won't have a thing to reference against. If your husband shows up at the, on your wedding night, a virgin, and you show up as a virgin, y'all are going to have the best damn time in bed. You're going to be able to explore each other's bodies and have a wonderful time about it. And your sex life is going to be off the charts. Cause I have a couple of friends who actually did maintain their purity until they got married and they're rare. They're very rare. I mean, out of all the people that I know, I know two couples and they have incredible sex lives with their wives, even married 20 years into it. While women who have been with other men, a lot of y'all are going to start stating things like, well, I don't have to have sex to, to, to live. To have a good relationship. No, you're right. You don't have to have it. But for us guys, that sex actually is a display of love that you have for us. Sex is actually a, an act of service to the other person. We are, and that sounds a little worse than what it actually is, but you're servicing the other person. You're serving that person. Your, their pleasure is your reward. You're able to have them display a joy and pleasure. Bingo. That's what you're, that was the point of it. Yeah. Now one of the, the side effects of it is that, yeah, you both, because your love for each other, bring another child, bring another human being into the world, but y'all do that as equals. You have to have respect for the other person. And if you don't, that relationship is going to crumble eventually. Us men, we do want to work for our wives, but yet society and how women have been trained to act here recently takes any reason for us men to try away. Why try? Why even get up off the couch? Because you're going to do it anyhow. You think I'm oppressing you in some way because I decided to, to, uh, I asked you to have, you know, to do something with me. No, that's not it. But we want our women to, to be with us. We want our women to understand that what we do is for them, for their glory too. We want the, our women to push us and encourage, encourage us to go on our own adventures so that we can take them along and bring them along with these adventures to have a high adventure that is just a little scary and a little, uh, and a little adrenaline, uh, inducing. We want our beauties by our side. So I do. I suggest that you do your damnedest to, to stay sexually pure so that you can enjoy your life with your husband. You won't get nearly as bored with sex because now you don't have, because when you go into marriage as virgins, you find that your life and your sex life is a lot more adventurous. You're willing to try more interesting things. Well, if you've already had three, four, five, ten guys, oh, well, yeah, we did that before, and that was just, it really sucked. You have a pre 
ingrained bias. Oh, well, that's all men want to want to do that. And no, not necessarily. A lot of guys, when they have sex, they do it out of a sense of anger. But your husband doesn't have a reason to be angry at at you about your about about your your past because one, you've not ever had any. You don't have girls when you're young and you end up having sex before marriage, you end up having a huge weight on your shoulders. Oh my gosh, what if he's going to tell? Well, guess what? He's going to tell. He's may, he may have promised up one side down the other that he's not going to tell anybody, but yeah, he, he's going to tell. While if your husband tell, uh, t- uh, tells his friends that he had sex, well, heck yeah, he's married. He's, they're going to have sex. That's kind of part of it. Whether you like it or not, your mom and dad have had sex there, young lady. And yeah, I know you now like going, ah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to think of that. No, 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 no. But because when you have sex before marriage and every time you have sex with other men, you rob your future husband of a fuller, richer connection because you were doing what society told you other than and not what you knew was right. Doing the right thing is the hard thing. Now, as guys do take sex to to mean more than it's just a quick release. We're just getting our rocks off and going on about our day. That's not the the case. Like I said, when we have sex, we do it as as a means of we ex, ex, we see that as a means of our wife appreciating what we've done, knowing that to have to get dressed, undressed, and to be able to receive a man is a lot of vulnerability. And so that is you saying thank you. Now, something else that men, society and feminists want to say is that us men don't have emotions. And I'm here to let you know that, and I wanted to get the sex part out of the, out of the way because it's, it's the main part. But at the same time, there's a lot more to us men. And one of it is that us men have emotions. We don't display our emotions the way women display their emotions. We don't share our emotions the way women share our emotions, but we feel every single one of the same type of emotions women do. Do we use the same terms? No, not really, but that's not really the case. And this is why we need to have other men around. Because a lot of times when men get married, they will tend to clean to their wife. As the Bible says, men cleave to your wives uh, or and and or cling to your wives. And that's that's good because we're having a new life with another person. We don't need our mothers in our lives as much anymore. We need the, our wife in our life a whole lot more. But one of the things that a lot of women want to do is they first they try to pr- fix us. Don't try to fix men. That's there's you one. It's like a man trying to fix you. It's not going to work. All right. But you were attracted to this guy for a reason. And then trying to change him, he will eventually start trying to change to please you. And then you're going to wonder where the guy that you loved and that you fell in love with went. Well, this guy that you loved is still there. He just changed because you wanted him to change. So, if he's not sharing his emotions with you, that's okay. Us men don't share our emotions with other women. We share our emotions with other men, our negative emotions with other men. Let me stipulate that. We share our negative emotions with other men. 
And that's because when we share our emotions and negative emotions with other men, we take those negative emotions and we're able to convert them into positive emotions and positive energy so that we are able to return to our wives with positive energy to give to you. And these are things that so many women don't understand. They think, oh, well, he's just going out. He's just drinking with the men and coming back drunk. Well, yeah, he may overdrink. And that's a, that's a different problem for a different, a different episode. But as a whole, no, men going out, hanging out with other men is actually a good thing if they're hanging out with good quality men. And what you deem to be good quality men and what he deems as good quality men are two different things. Now, if he's hanging out with his old high school buddies and it's been 20 years since they've been in high school and high school buddies still acts like he's from high school. Okay. You might be trying to encourage him to find men of higher quality because us, us men need to have our friends, especially our male friends. And those male friends allow us to provide a better home for you. But we, again, it's all about value. If we're around a whole bunch of low valued men, they're going to take our value away from us. The same as if you're around a whole bunch of low valued women, they're going to take your value away from you. While if you are a high valued woman and you're hanging around other high value women, y'all are all going to be able to increase y'all's value uniformly because y'all are creating value amongst each other. So pay attention when you go to school and while you're tra- traversing through high school and going to college and all the people that you're hanging out with, pay attention to what type of value that they're creating. They may be doing stuff that you might think, Hey, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, but is it a value? Is it taking value? And now you're going to screw up and you're going to mess up and you're going to make mistakes and that's fine. Give yourself grace when you make the mistakes, but then turn around and better yourself. Take the time that you're going to need to become a better woman. The more times you become a better woman, the better that you're going to have a better life. And again, it's not because men are better than women or women are better than men. It's because we are different from the start. I bring certain skills and certain assets to a relationship. My wife brings certain skills and certain assets to our relationship. And together we have a stronger relationship. If I'm sitting around trying to, trying to be of a lower value, then I am robbing my wife of the value that she provides. And then that's where it becomes unfair. And eventually she's going to get tired of being considered lower value and she's going to cut the the relationship off and she's going to find someone who will bring more value to her. Same thing happens for men. If we ha- if our wives not providing enough value to us, we're eventually going to cut the relationship off and we're going to find a higher valued woman. So if we want to have better relationships, we want to have happy children, we want to have life that is a great experience, then we've got to be able to Take the, take the value that we create, which starts with what we're doing these days and looking to the future, saying, knowing that what we're doing right now is actually investing in our future relationship with our husband, whoever that ends up being. So guys, I want to thank you very much for listening and gals also appreciate you taking the time listening. Sorry. I hope I didn't embarrass you too terribly much. 
for the younger girls and dads, uh, again, also, I hope I didn't embarrass you too terribly much. I know I t- there's a little rougher language in that was mentioned in there from time to time. But again, it's stuff that I, I feel the best way to express it. And sometimes just doing a pattern interrupt and throwing that rougher language into it might just be the thing that gets their attention to where hopefully they start seeing we are, they have the power. They have all the power in the world. Girls, you do. You got so much power. You are not powerless. You've never been powerless. Stop believing what society is telling us because society is wrong, has always been on the wrong side. When we start looking looking at what we're doing and what direction we're going, we know we're going in the wrong direction. So we need to do the opposite of what society tells us. What is everybody else doing? Do the opposite, and you will find that you're actually ahead of the curve. So, folks, again, thank you all very much for listening. Y'all take care. We will see you all next week. Till then. Bye.